0: Welcome to Feminine, the podcast dedicated to the feminine lens on mental health, the healing arts, and spirituality. My name is Priscilla Alexandra Hine, and I am a licensed practitioner of the healing arts and licensed clinical social worker in the state of California.
1: Scorpio season, my dear, lovely church. I am blessed to be here with you today. Scorpio season is magic and a wonderful opportunity for us to just be in the mystical realm of our feelings. I want to plant some new seeds with you on this new moon in Scorpio and those seeds really revolve around a couple of things that i want us to come out from as a collective a conscious collective and one of those things that i want us to come out from is um well i will name the three i want us to come it might be four actually I want us to come out from using the word healing. It's become a bit cryptic and toxic, and I want to transition into a word called growth, and that comes from my very dear friend, Sean Rose, C-H-A-U-N-R-O-S-E on Instagram. Chantel is an amazing friend of mine and one of my dear neighbors, and I'm blessed to know her. She challenged me with the notion of growth instead of healing about a year ago, and it's really grounded and important for us. Healing can become a cryptic mystical realm where you don't really have an end point and everything is always healing focused. Well, listen, life's really not that hard. It can get really hard if you are spiraling in a place where it has to be hard and you're forcing things to be hard. And healing has a lot of energy around that practice. So we're going to come out from using healing and we're going to transition to growth. And we're going to just be okay with realizing that life is hard and we grow and there's lessons and it's painful, but it's an adventure and it's going to be okay for us. So let's plant seeds under this new moon in Scorpio from healing into growth and let's watch them grow in our own lives as we follow the lunar cycle and come full circle and see the growth within ourselves. The next thing I want to plant new seeds into is this notion of trauma and triggers that has been a bit casual in the collective dialogue. I just want to clarify for each of us that yes, trauma is real um, and triggers are definitely real, but in the context of everyday life, there's really not that many traumas and there's really not that many triggers. Life is pretty basic and it's a you know it can actually be somewhat mundane if you're living it really well um for anyone for those of us in the united states anyway it can be pretty mundane uh, especially if you have privilege of any kind it just is kind of a thing you know you wake up and you do your thing and then you go to bed and you have relationships and it's really the relationships around you that make it seem a bit more extravagant than it really is but at the end of the day it's Quite basic. You eat, you read, you drink water. I pray to God you're reading, and I pray to God you're drinking water. But you know, and then you go to bed. Um, so, anyways, I say all of this to say that I've noticed it's become a bit common, I guess, to um, to ha- to have a belief that everyone has trauma and everyone has triggers, and that's not real that's not how mental health works um i understand that the internet has really empowered people to believe that mental health is a simple thing and we can all diagnose ourselves and it's really dangerous to do that i strongly encourage you to never believe you can self-diagnose yourself and i strongly encourage you to recognize that the mental health field is pretty complex and um you know the, i've been in the mental health field for 13 years and when i tell you that it takes a great deal of effort and energy to be able to help someone process their emotions particularly if they have been traumatized it's a lot of work and it's not you know a trauma is an extensive brain groove it's a moment in time when you felt completely helpless like you were going to die and or someone was in an incredibly painful situation and or experience that is what trauma is it's not something you know there it can be small in the sense that you had a moment where you felt violated or really scared and that resulted in behavior patterns that maybe kept you from feeling safe um it can be something like that but for the most part a trauma is a pretty extensive experience and so i'd like us to reframe this notion that everyone has a trauma of some kind You know, birth is traumatizing, right? The first thing that we should do after we come out from the womb is cry. Because for God's sake, our entire well-being in that warm belly was disrupted. That is a trauma in and of itself. Um, Adapting to light, you know, people staring at you. This is why you don't remember these things. It's traumatizing, those can be traumas you know but you adapt to them because life is about adapting there's more normalcy in adapting to the newness and change around us versus traumas traumas are a big deal so let's reframe this notion that we're all uh healing our traumas and our triggers I don't think that's the case. I think that, you know, because you're reminded of a hard time in your life, that's not a trigger. A trigger is something in your life that uh, is resulting in a massive amount of anxiety. So much so you are avoiding it at all costs. So much so that the notion of engaging in that um, act or going near that place or... Um, doing that thing or um, engaging in that dialogue is so fucking debilitating excuse me sorry it's so anxiety provoking you will never do it that my friends that's a trigger it's a major trigger it's a big deal we do not want to minimize that When someone has post-traumatic stress disorder, it's greatly impacted their neurological development. And they will adjust their life in order to avoid ever being in a situation where they felt that scared and helpless again. It's a big deal. And getting mental health treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder takes a long time. It's not a one-and-done thing. And folks with post-traumatic stress disorder really struggle sleeping at night because they have dreams about what it felt like when they were in that that situation. They lose a lot of their relationships, you know, because they can ruminate about a situation. Um, Post-traumatic stress disorder results in constantly going back to an experience and reliving it over and over and over again because you want to make sense of what happened um that's a really big deal and we want to leave room for people who have experienced traumatic stress in their life we really want to leave room for them and we want to leave the Um, social media language of trauma triggers healing at the door mental health is um, it's a big deal and it really deserves time and space so we're not healing anymore okay we're growing and we're not traumatized and triggered we're just living life and it's hard there are people who have something called post-traumatic stress disorder and living life for them has resulted in something quite difficult to do because they thought they were going to die at one point and or felt incredibly unsafe. And so they went into fight-or-flight mode. It's a big difference, my friends. So um, on this new moon in Scorpio, let's plant some seeds into tangible reality and let's stay grounded in that place so that we can come out from a lot of the bullshit that uh, pollutes us and uh, really muddies reality when it comes to social media. Um, that being said, I... Would like to give you a little bit of an exciting update for me. I went to church today, and it's been quite a while for me. I've uh, attempted to go to church a few, a handful of times. It's been a bit difficult, as you know. If you've been listening to feminine, church is something that actually triggers me. Bah, 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 literally. um, No, it does. I've had a lot of experiences at church that resulted in... Um, post-traumatic stress disorder and it's something that I live with and it's very difficult for me I've um, had a lot of painful experiences at church I once believed that everybody in a church loved God the way that I loved God and I love God very much and I was very wrong about that um, so there's that i also once uh, believed that church was a place where people go to when they're very vulnerable for healing which or excuse me yeah literally no we're going to keep that language for healing this is you know a belief that i had and um, that is actually a practice that a lot of churches embrace and ends up causing quite a bit of damage so let's reframe that reality and recognize that church is just a building, and it's a place where people go to go to other people, and there's nobody that can heal you there. We um, realize that our own growth and self awareness is um, up to us, right? So, um, for a long time, I, you know, just couldn't really grasp those things because i was just really in love with god and (laughs) really innocent about it and uh church has really been one of my greatest heartbreaks if not the greatest heartbreak of my whole life because it was such a disappointment when reality had showed me that that's not the case and if you're really vulnerable you shouldn't really go to church first i really encourage you to go to a mental health provider and a licensed practitioner of um the healing arts you know and lcsw and lpcc and lmft that's really where you should go first if you are in an in incredible amount of pain and feeling really vulnerable because church only offers relationships it doesn't offer help with your problems or um, the things that have caused you deep deep confusion in your life Um, That being said, I went to church today and there are a couple of things that stood out to me. The the person who teaches about God out of the Bible, a word that is used called pastor, was talking about Enneagram. And then I uh, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, And then I went to my favorite health food store afterward, Clark's Nutrition. Shout out to Clark's. Thank you for everything. And then one of the ladies there was talking about Enneagram and i was like oh that's funny um but it only affirmed that we're in the right place as a community and that enneagram is going to be really helpful for us as we continue to navigate the schism that has occurred on a sociological level which means um, the deterioration of relationships because of a very impactful administration So we shall continue to navigate Enneagram and I'm grateful to be here to help you with that. I've been studying Enneagram for a handful of years at this point and I learned about it in church and I'm glad to take it out of church and uh, play with it in the business realm and now in the digital realm. So we will talk full when we come full circle with our full moon, I will be um, explaining the disintegration And the integration as well as the um, sins, aka flaws, aka realities of each number. And I hope that it can prove to be quite helpful for you. That all being said, I want to just give a little bit of an homage to Eve. Because she got some heat today. When I was at church and she was blamed for bringing sin into the world and I just would like to reframe this notion that woman is the one responsible for um, ruining the planet. (laughs) I just can't fathom this for the life of me and I would just like Eve to know you know what girl if you want to eat that apple I'm going to eat it with you too. Because I don't know what kind of deity is going to tease me into thinking that all the apples in the entire valley except this tree and this one are flawed. You know, that's not really how divine works. And I would really love the church um, and people in general to come out from this notion that the Old Testament is relevant. There is a lot of around it in the literal sense it's really not supposed to be literal and it doesn't really have a purpose anymore so shout out to eve pound it homie knuckles <laughs> good job eating the apple girl um i'm a big fan of lilith by the way there's uh other versions to the initial lovers in the scripture. And one of them is Lilith instead of Eve. Look into her. She's great. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I thought about that today, and I wanted to share that with you. And I think it's very important that we uh, come out from that space and step back into a space of Christ consciousness. And remember that, you know, the point of life is not about trying to obtain perfection and it's not about avoiding our flaws um our flaws are um what make us human and it's a really special thing so shout out to jesus for really understanding that flaws are natural and relevant for our new moon seeds tonight i want to read to you um the beatitudes And then we're going to end with a little song. And I will see you when we come full circle and talk about Enneagram. But for now, I hope you appreciate these new seeds of growth surrounding reality in the context of authentic and genuine mental health treatment and work versus social media, internet uh, hoopla around mental health treatment and work. Please also be mindful that... um, Many people in the United States of America and across the planet are starting to recognize that their choice to not feel their feelings has resulted in uh, damaged relationships, anxiety, depression, insomnia, and the such. And if you are in need of seeking mental health treatment, immediately I have a resource for you, and that is the California Peer Run Mental Health Warm Line. The phone number is 855-845-7415. It's an incredibly important resource if you are in need of mental health treatment. So remember that mental health is just a process of learning how to feel your feelings and digest where you've been and what's been going on in your life that being said let's read Matthew 5 3 through 12 and uh, after that I'll sing a little song and we will reconvene when we come full circle blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of god blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness righteousness (laughs) for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. I think the hymn I shall sing for you tonight is going to be... um. An old one, an old one that I deeply love. Uh, let's do a little Come Thou Fount. This hymn came to me by my dear youth pastor back in the day. Um, please let me know if you don't understand any of this Christianese. But essentially, uh, a youth pastor is some somebody who's been appointed to teach young people about God. And in the context of a church. And I really loved, you know, I really love my youth pastors. They've been um, really amazing men in my life, actually. So thank God for each of them. Come, thou fount of every blessing. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy. Never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious song, sung by flaming tongues above. Praise the mountain fixed upon it. Mount of thy unchanging love. God, I don't really have anything to say to you. I am grateful that you are present in my life and in my heart. I don't have anything to ask of you. You have given so much and continue to give abundantly. What I am aware of is that you are, um, you are a, a refuge, and I am grateful for that. Thank you so much. I am also aware of the need to, um, to submit to the fact that you are beyond us myself in particular i've really been challenged with the notion that uh i can't solve the equation and i gotta let it go so thanks for that thanks for being a place where the numbers don't have to add up and they can just kind of go on forever and i'm cool amen I hope you have an amazing week my dear listener I shall see you when we come full circle and identify our disintegration, integration and sins of the Enneagram many blessings to you in this Scorpio season have a wonderful Halloween and Dia de los Muertos if you've not honored your ancestors this season please consider doing so, it's an incredibly important practice for us um, as individuals honor where you come from remember your roots it's really important it will keep you grounded and steady and um in reality remind you where you come from and what really matters at the end of the day my friends even though our families are pretty fucked up um, they're kind of all we got and it's just facts my friends it's just facts
0: If you would like to engage the feminine dialogue, please feel free to send an email to Priscillahine LCSW at gmail.com. Additionally, when you search for us on Apple Podcasts or share us with your friends, remind them and yourself to give us a five-star rating.